24 four is fours. Oh. Wow. Welcome to Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we're absolutely, absolutely sure, sure we, we don't, don't know everything. everything. Our first episode of the year. Brand new year, brand new eyes. Yes. Not, uh, we got brand new podcast art. Oh, yes, we isn't it Merry so great? Christmas. That was all done by Kelsey uh, Double Dick Down Dara. Uh, thanks to Canva, I am Zach Noe Towers. You're so good at Canva. I would do it in a heartbeat for a full time job if someone would allow me. So in a different in a different timeline, you're like a graphic designer. Yes, and I work for an influencer who needs constant graphics. Yeah, I think you're bigger than that. I think you're doing orbits you're doing snickers you're doing <laughs> i'm sorry it was the first thing that came to mind orbits gum you know yes 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 yes, yes, yes. why does that brand have a chokehold on you um orbits i don't know but what it was, was that about you know honestly the colors are kind of you all right they're like frosty but like blues and pinks is what I'm picturing. Okay, okay, okay. Like like pastel. Yeah. I mean, my office is um, a color wheel. It is. For sure. Um, oh, my God, you guys. Our live show is like a month away. A month. Can you even? And we have it confirmed that some of y'all have bought plane tickets. To come see us. I am so, so jazzed. Like, I, I, I forget that people like us the way that, like, I like things podcast host yeah. that i would be excited to yeah. see and i'm so excited for chaos and kisses also someone pitched that we do florida and i think we should do a homecoming oh, show for you that would be hilarious right and it's all homecoming themed prom sure. maybe it's in the spring i like that for us you know i think we should also do a canada tour because we got big canadian audience i would love. love do we have to lie at the border though about what we're doing there. I was like, about what? About like, we're not like working. Oh, we're we're just here to party. We're just here. We're just here. Did I tell you this the last time? So I went to Canada for a week to visit a friend Bragging. between cruises yeah, last friends. year. Yes. Cool. And when I got there, the customs guy goes, so why are you here? And I go, just visiting a friend. And he goes, where's your friend live? And I went, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, and he's like, you don't know. And I was like, no. And he's like, is he, is he here to get you? I go, is the friend in the room with us? He goes, I go, I think he sent a car and he's like, you're just going to get into a car and go somewhere. Oh, wait, I was like, it? now I, yeah, now I'm insecure, but yes. And you're saying all of this and the guy has no idea you're a stand-up. So he's like, oh, this guy's walking himself straight into prison. Yeah, he thought I was crazy, but I he let me through. Um, Speaking of Canada, I don't know why I'm remembering this, but last night when I was doing podcast art stuff, um, I looked at our reviews and you guys know how I feel. I tell you every week for the last four years, if you're not going to rate it five stars, please don't write it. Were there a lot of threes and fours? Because I am sensitive and I can't handle bad feedback. <laughs> And some woman from Canada wrote a very long, like three paragraph review on iTunes about how our episode titled Horror Cruise Stories was not enough about cruises. I believe in that one. I listed like the 10 most 
like crazy cruise stories. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't enough for her about cruise stories. And, and she also didn't like our language. Like, what's that? English? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she thinks po- we're like very politely tell her to fuck all the way off. And what she what how many stars? One. You're kidding. One. Ew. If you're gonna give constructive feedback and you've got you give me like four, all right, I'm listening to you because I'm hearing you. That's so annoying. And you know, and none you know, of the negative feedback was about you, Zach. Oh, really? None. That's Couldn't find fa- a single bad actually, thing. I, f- I find that fascinating. But you've also, a majority of your reviews are from when it was just you. These were recent. Okay. <laughs> These were 2023. Wait, 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 but you're making it sound like there's like, there are several negative comments. No, it, no. I, all I'm, for the new year, could we start off fresh? Could you guys go ahead and give us a five-star rating? It really does help us. Yes, like, and reviews and sharing. Yes. Even if you just send it to like a friend. Yeah, or your drug dealer or, or whoever. Yourself. Just I think it's them seeing the click that it was shared. Yes, and that helps us on the charts. And then, because I was also looking at the charts last night being like, these people are on the top 200 Really? Podcasts? And we're not? We sometimes we are. It's okay. every episode it changes, but like for the year review, we didn't get on the top two hundred, which was unusual. Because you do usually. Damn it! You see, that makes me think. The no, it wasn't large you. It was we don't like my Zach. inconsistent audio quality. <gasps> I know who I am, y'all. I know it's bad. I will say, okay, the reviews are okay. This is so people need to feel powerful. Uh-huh. And you and I probably don't have the desire to rate something three stars and tell why. We just don't have the time. But people really do feel powerful in the rating review section. I think I only leave negative feedback when I know it's affected me in a way that someone needs to hear about. Oh, same, same, same. It's like, okay, if you got food poisoning from a restaurant. Someone called me a fucking dyke while I was eating at IHOP once. Sure. So avoid that location or yeah. IHOPs in general. Was well, it the waiter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was the waiter. I wouldn't leave a review. If Wait, someone... was it really for the wa- from the waiter? Yes. Oh my god! I know. And IHOP do better. I thought I was not to like femme blast myself, but I was looking pretty feminine that day too, dude. Even you with your your dykiest haircut, you yeah. are femme looking. That's inter- that's fast. That's fascinating. Did we you know, had this conversation off camera earlier. With my after hours show, um, one of the first reviews was when just the preview was up and it was one star, <gasps> no episodes. Who who what'd they say? They literally said one one star, no episodes. Because episodes <gasps> oh, hadn't started to come was out the yet. Review. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is gotten out of hand <laughs> that is fucked up and fuck you whoever left that review that's hilarious honestly i'm okay with it because that's hilarious no <laughs> you bitch maybe that okay. waiter was right we've gone way <laughs> over okay so we're doing a live show new york and philly february 6th and 7th respectively um please go buy your tickies links are below um any um housekeeping how is it you're getting worse at the sound i hope we get to bring this to new york (laughs) (laughs) that is your carry-on item just so you know um housekeeping okay so i'm getting my gum surgery today yeah and it's something i've like been like cool 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 and then today i was like oh my god what if i die under the knife (laughs) it's like truly for the record he's having local (laughs) anesthesia he's awake the whole time 
in Honestly, a chair and they told be... him he could drive but i insisted i should yeah you're right well the the receptionist is like don't drive if you don't have to oh she's a russian i forgot yes, that. yes um i yeah i'm like i i'm nervous i guess yeah Enough. pain i think was what you're nervous about is to feel pain yes it's the recouping yeah it's just the it's fear of the unknown yeah but we'll know very soon we will know very soon and i love you know like i think as you get older you do like adulting in some mm-hmm. ways like you like checking things off the list mm-hmm. and this is like my nasty ass gums <laughs> i'm checking off the list you're being real mean to yourself about this and i don't like it because no. it's not a thing i've ever thought about with you they're so like stop not it. nasty they're just um there's not enough of them did you know i had a friend though who had too much gums i had a friend that had too much gums. and they cut they and this is crazy because she had it done the the removing of the gums uh-huh. and everyone was like oh someone got veneers someone no they just revealed <gasps> They just did an extreme tooth <laughs> they makeover. Did, they did move that bus, move but gums. it was gums. <laughs> yes. I mean, what a treat, right? Yeah, who knew? Oh, I'm excited. It's like when you pull up the carpet and there's wood floor. Well, when you showed me, that, when you pulled up the carpet and showed me your wood floor yeah, this morning, because I, I was like, I really don't think you have that much tooth. You do have a lot of tooth. I have tooth, a lot of tooth. But I don't see it. Right, because I have big, luscious lips. Mm, num, 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 num. Um, my housekeeping? housekeeping is I officially own cum. I officially legally own jizz. Which she's been trying to. Kelsey's one of the only girls who uh, couldn't find cum. I was like, Wait, is someone pour it in my hand, give me a dish, put it in my fridge, whatever. No, I finally legally signed the paperwork. And I now own vials of my friend's jizz that he donated for my embryos. How many vials we talking? Do we have like one for walking around cum? <clears throat> I don't think it, there's a spare cum. I don't think there's an apocalypse go bag kind of cum situation. <laughs> I think it's more like... The concept that cum would be in your go bag is so <laughs> funny. You laugh now, bitch. When we need to repopulate the earth and y'all are fucked up no 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 because the guys who survive are gonna, gonna be the have... most virile come oh i was thinking it was gonna be like radioactive oh well let's see what happens all right what if your kid could fly oh actually sick i'm kind of maybe we do one that's like one regular one, one. regular one go come <laughs> um i'm excited to now own it because now i can do I don't care so much about making the embryos. I just love the idea that I can do whatever I fucking want with this cum. So you could technically sell it to a higher bidder. I don't know if the paperwork allowed that, but I think so. You need a better lawyer. Well, don't say that. My lawyer was fast and speedy and made it easy (laughs) on me. But I'm just excited now I could be like, I own this bitch. And my friend can't be like, give it back. And I'm like, I won't. I love the circumstance under which they're like, they come to you. They're like, Kelsey, I know this is unusual, but I actually can't give you. And you go, sorry. Sorry, You hold up the paperwork and you go, that's my cum now. Read it and weep. Weep From your dick. Dry your tears with this contract, bitch. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I thought that was exciting. That is exciting. Is that something you're going to frame? No, I'm going to put it in in a file cabinet away yeah. far away but that would be really funny to frame on like a bathroom wall and like while people are like peeing or pooing they're they reading, read. what is this and like <laughs> semen actually that's what i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna keep it for my future frozen child oh the paperwork yeah and maybe i'll keep the cup he came in <laughs> and <laughs> screw you, you and, and the cup you came in, in. <laughs> um i also love the concept like how what's the shelf life for frozen cum i think cum could stay good forever as long as it's frozen i'm pretty sure but the longer it's frozen the less chances of survival 
Google don't, it. I don't want oh, it. Oh, just like Google it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? You should Google that one if you have fertility questions. Okay, if we have an extra, if we do have one for the go back and one for yeah. funsies, uh-huh. I think we should do like a time capsule and like bury it. And then when people <laughs> dig it up in 482 years, they're uh-huh. like, we could bring back uh-huh. a human that's not as evolved as us. Like a, we'll be wow. cavemen at some point. Uh, okay um agreed like they'll be like wow they only had two thumbs yeah exactly exactly kelsey interesting how do we get the device that stays frozen under the ground for that long oh we have the technology okay so we're not doing this yeah oh okay in my backyard yeah okay we probably just need some dry ice and like a ziploc bag that's probably right (laughs) we're we're scientists Um, your makeup your makeup cooler fridge the the little fridge that keeps your makeup cold. Why do you think I have one of those? I've seen it. I don't. I don't have that anymore. I'll point it out to you. Okay, it's on your shelf. That and one's not f- a refrigerated it one. It looks like a refrigerator. It looks like one, but it's not okay. refrigerated. Well, then don't gaslight me. Okay. Again. Um. Hey, you know what? We haven't done in so long. What? A dating no filter. <gasps> and can I say I owe a quick apology to the confidants because back in the day when we used to be like write us in or send us a voice note for dating no filter a lot of them sent voice notes in and our podcast producer hannah put them in a folder now when i went into that folder all i saw was a thumbnail a picture and i went this dumb bitch hannah put a picture i don't talk to her like that i'm sorry (laughs) i was doing it for the bit i was like why would she put a now i can't play the voice note so i've been looking at this folder being like what a what a waste of all these voice notes that people wrote in because all she did was take a picture of it and what does she want me to do with a picture? Turns out I'm the dumb bitch because I could have I could have told you that Hannah did not screenshot them she screen recorded them playing so she had them so ready to go okay I wouldn't have guessed that, all though. that I had to do was tap on it and it would play live for us here and so we have all these voice notes for dating no filters from people from like last year problems and that have long been solved that's or what I'm run saying. their course people who broke up with people because we didn't tell them not to exactly so i'm gonna re-put out dating no filter you guys send us your voice notes if you like and send us updated ones if you sent us one before and let me know if you were one of those people who hannah so preciously had ready prepared this is also so you know probably going to be a big portion of our live show <gasps> yeah we want to give advice uh dating no filters we would love to give you advice so live. bring your messiest messiest girlfriend yeah. or boyfriend and give us your your dirtiest dirtiest downloads i'm like so excited too because i feel like the people who come are going to be like girls gays days yeah and Hondo. like I please urge you to bring a straight guy that we can sacrifice. We we will not start the show without sacrificing a straight man. Yeah. Okay, so this week's Dating No Filter. For some context, they're a 22-year-old bisexual female, she, her, they, who has always struggled with anger and negativity. They say, I'm quick to anger, and when I'm angry, it literally feels like every inch of my body is full of acid. It's hard for me to stop being angry, and I hold grudges maybe too well. I know it must come down to some desire for safety and self-preservation, some trust issue, a hurt ego, or something of the sort. I always hear people say that one can choose happiness, but it's hard for me to understand the concept of just choosing to feel differently. Like, I'm not a robot. I don't know. Long story short, I'm wondering if you guys have any insight as to how I can lean towards happiness, forgiveness, and positivity. Being so angry is so draining, but I fear if I lose my anger, I will lose my protection. Damn. 
that was raw that's a deep one yeah i fucking get this oh you do so do you want to i mean I, i just imagine when i hear this person talk about it exactly what we were talking about earlier which is like a teenage hormonal angry southern white boy who when they get upset and sad they turn to anger so they punch walls and they punch holes through things and they like hit themselves like when when men hit themselves i'm like what a dumb dumb bitch like you guys are instead of going to a therapist and dealing with your emotions you're hitting yourself but i imagine that this is kind of what that feels like where you're like i don't like that i do this but i i don't have another outlet um, I completely agree. So I really do this because when in early sobriety, when I was unmedicated, I would get these waves of anger and like, just like I would pull up everything I didn't like about myself or every mistake I had made it, sometimes people would trigger it like in traffic or whatever, like, and I just didn't understand where it came from. I didn't really understand how to get out of it. I just had to kind of wait for it to pass. And I will say that since being sober, I take inventory constantly of how I'm feeling. Mm. And so for me, because I practice gratitude and because I like assess how I'm feeling a lot, I like go, oh, I feel really good right now. Mm. You're like, I, and so the more I take note of when I feel good, mm-hmm. I think it's easier to access that mm. emotion or like talk yourself through the problem. Okay, I'm mm. really angry. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm. If you can pinpoint a reason why, Start there. Be like, okay, that sounds like so. No, often the most like rudimentary advice is a good reminder of something. Sure. Like I was thinking of offering the pause. We always talk about the pause being the fucking hardest thing. And when I snap, there's like no unsnapping me. And I haven't snapped in a very long time because I've learned how to manage my anger but I used to like if I used to get fucking pissed it was like a switch and I almost like my family almost villainized me for ever being angry and so it it fed my addiction of it because they would know like oh here goes Kels like she's so and the whole day's ruined and her whole mood's ruined and, and then, then that just like made me more mad and like, then I believed it more let me be Yes. And so like, first of all, finding a safe space where you're allowed to feel angry, whether it's in your room, fucking screaming or at the gym, boxing or go to one of those angry rooms. Or you you call a friend and you go, can I vent? Yes. Or like, can I vent and then get your opinion? Yes. Or can I just vent? I need to get something out. I'm not looking for solutions. The key, though, is to get it out of yeah. your body in I a healthy way. That's the difference sometimes between I'm going to just lump it and say like straight guys and other people mm-hmm. where I think straight guys like they punch the thing which releases some steam mm-hmm. but they don't deal with it. Right. They just kind of Build. let it. Yeah. They, they, it goes down temporarily. Other people if like people who have access to their emotions or assessing things they can unpack it later mm. or be like, I need to, yeah, I need to deal with this. And like, it, it's, I maybe shouldn't have gendered that, but eh. it's what I see I do reflected think, in my community and in your reality. So yeah. it is true for you. Totally. Um, I think also too, like we think anger is a bad thing. The same way we think sadness and heartbreak is a bad thing. We're not supposed to feel. So I hear you getting on about yourself a little bit. Like you don't like it, which then we, every time it happens, we kind of punish ourselves of for course. it. Instead of just accepting like right now I'm really fucking mad. Yep. And like, 
what can I do with this anger? Like, baby, the body keeps go. Yeah. Where is it coming from? What can I do? How often? And again, like I said, my thing was pre-medication. So I don't know if this person uh, is it has a therapist or a psychiatrist or has access to any of those things. But you could... I feel like people who are anxious, mm-hmm. like who run tightly, mm-hmm. are quicker to any emotion oh, because yeah. they're overwhelmed. And so I was going to say the same thing with ADHD. Like I get frustrated with someone very quickly. Like if they're taking too long to do this thing or if I'm of done course, with the conversation control. and they're still talking, I just, I'm over it. And there's no like snapping me back. So going to the pause, noticing that I'm doing that. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. I'm not in jeopardy. No. Yeah. You're okay. Wow. That was yet the best advice we've ever given. I'm really curing. We're ready for the tour, baby. (laughs) Um, But that's not what today's episode is about. Today's episode is about phone sex, and we will get right to it after this. The weather is getting warmer, so it is time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now that I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortless, effortless, less, yeah, effortlessly chic year after year. Like uh, premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from 30 doll hairs, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants right now. You are. They are so, they're they're loose, they're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like, I can dress them up, I can dress them down. Yes. They are, they're the perfect pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them. Honestly, I am wearing the Quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now. Oh my god. I know. I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order in 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Kelsey. Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? (laughs) You are talking to two sober Sally's. You know Zach and I love to drink recess zero-proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit Paloma. The Paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. done that it makes sense today we're talking about phone sex and if you're listening to this in public i'm sorry um i oh wow 
you kind of do sound like a woman. Thank you. I get called ma'am constantly. And I'll give them, I'll go, and who am I speaking with? Zach Towers. All right, ma'am, what can I do for you today? <laughs> Kelsey, one time I it happened, I was like, I'm a sir. And they <gasps> go, I'm uh, like, uh, they. I don't know if they didn't hear it or they thought it was something else. And they go, okay, we can do that for sure. What? What's the issue, ma'am? I go, <laughs> I'm a sir. <laughs> You just start phone sexing with her. Yeah. yeah. You bad girl. You calling me bo- you gonna get a girl. Spanking? Oh yeah, I get called ma'am. Okay, um, phone sex. Sorry. Uh, no, that was important. Yes. Um, I first want to know, like, what is your experience with phone sex? I am okay. I do not crave phone sex. Hmm. I my experience with phone sex is mainly sexting. So I don't know if that ah. fully counts. It's on a phone. It is on a phone. When you're having sex. And it's sexual. They, they're, we'll get to this. Like kind of the loose uh, definition is like a uh, sexual uh, communication over a phone huh. where maybe one person is experiencing something physical uh-huh. and, uh, or the other person is like divulging things they wouldn't normally like fantasy. Oh. They're, they're confessing something. They're playing oh. something out. Um, but no, my phone sex, I think it honestly is the most phone sex I think I've ever had was when I was like 19. This is like my space, barely legal, my space days. So I was communicating with all these gay men from around the country Uh and like a big next step would be like, cause (gasps) nudes weren't even that like that popular. Valuable. Yeah. Or do we weren't, it did. They just weren't a thing that big. Yeah. So you would exchange cells and you would text and like you would maybe have phone sex. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Similarly, my phone sex experience started in the youth. Um, (laughs) I remember this one memory when I was like writing about it this morning. I was like, oh my God, why was this so funny? We were probably 12 or 13 and there was a guy that... There were two guys that me and my girl pal were friends with that were like neighborhood boys. You know, we would always meet up at the cul-de-sac with our bikes. Were or they like, hot or were they not sexual creatures? We weren't sexual okay, with okay, them okay. yet because they were yet. like our buddies, sure. our bros. But then, of course, like eventually when they we were started playmates. Dr- yes, and when we started drinking and stuff, we'd be like, let's make out. So at this age, we were just like developing rapport with boys and so we had a sleepover one school night and like this was literally when you would like talk on the phone with people oh yeah and Nights we and had our own phone me and my sister had our own phone line each no or you it was shared? like the back house was our line okay. and the front house was my parents so we like weren't worried about our parents listening in so one night we were just talking with the boys and we were playing truth or dare over the phone and his name was Andrew. Shout out, Andrew. He said, truth or dare? And we said, dare. And he said, I dare you to put the phone on your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when someone's on vacation, they're like, put my dog on the phone. Like, put Baxter on the phone. And then you just hold the phone up to Baxter and Baxter just like... <laughs> Literally. I what went, did you expect to hear? Okay. And you just hear... <laughs> good thing it wasn't like a and that was like i think what i thought that was phone sex <laughs> and like we were crazy and then like 
obviously that was not phone sex. But Wait, also, did your sister then put the phone up to her face again? That, in it the wasn't future? my sister. It was my friend. Or that, that you we and were your over. sister were phone sex. No, it was or... me and my my gal pal. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm no, so sorry. No, me and my my so sister she, didn't want to hang out with us. She never knew. She, she probably put know. that pussy phone right up against she, her. Well, face we had our point. own in our room. Like she had her phone. I had mine. We okay, put just stickers on it and stuff. Yeah, and vaginas and vaginas. Um, but then as I got older, obviously I was never a big fan of phone sex because I didn't know how to dirty talk, and I wasn't sure if I liked it yet. And as I started to learn about my kinks and like now I fucking love 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 it because it still feels so naughty to me it still feels like such a like vintage naughty like what is because people still don't talk about sex that much you're right so when someone says like oh like my dick's really hard thinking about your mouth on it and you're like i don't work (laughs) and like fucking hearing someone's voice because let me tell you the voice does matter Like, I've always picked dudes, except for Sir. He had a really, like, squeaky voice, I think. I've always picked dudes with, like, really deep voices. I mean, Athlete has a deep voice. A deep voice. And it's he's got kind of an accent. He's definitely got an accent. So the way he dirty talks is so different than what I... He'll be like, I can't even do it. I can't. (laughs) He'll be like, are you good? I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh my God. I've never I'm seen you get flustered. I never see you get flustered. <laughs> I'm gonna try and do it. Like, okay. Imagine it's like a Canadian-ish, European-ish accent. And oh my god. <laughs> Wait, first of all, what's a Canadian-ish accent? Like, it'll be like, oh my god, I can't do it. I'm so nervous. I wonder <laughs> if I can get him to say it. Wait, I wonder if I can get him to say it. Where's my phone? No, you are being you're being I'm wild being a right lunatic now. You can't right even now. call him. I can FaceTime audio him. Okay. I don't know if he'll I don't know if he'll do it. Let's see. I'll call him down. This is um this is this is live podcasting people. This is you can expect this and so much more if you come to the New York City Winery February 6th or the Philly Winery February 7th. <laughs> I almost said <laughs> I was a dating no filter live, um, <laughs> confidently insecure live. I will say a man who's confident enough to like do the dirty talk thing. It's a confidence thing because it's like being like, oh, I'm especially if you're not good at like writing or imagining. Can can I? You're on. You're live on the podcast, so don't say your name. But can I ask you a favor? Um, of course. <laughs> Of course. We're talking about phone sex, and I was trying to describe why your voice is so sexy in sex because it's kind of got an accent. And Canadians kind of like end their sentences on an up note rather than like, come for me. It's like, come for me. question at the end of it that's what that's what gets you going <laughs> see do you hear it well he asked a question there he went that's what gets you going like you like that oh yeah 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 like I, can everything you please give me one sound bite of a sex a sex line <laughs> no do you want to do you want me to pull out the the big guns Ooh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> can you be a good girl for me <gasps> okay oh, i gotta no, go okay. bye bye Oh my god! I just came. <laughs> I 
I think a lot of our listeners just came too. Wow. Do you say, can you be a good girl for me? Yeah. What's that entail, Daddy? I'm sweating. I'm literally sweating. You're also (laughs) under a heated blanket. I can't. I can't. There's something about the accent that fucks me up. Well, yeah, of of course. That's like that's like 101 attraction. Yeah. And he's got a sexy accent. I don't think. Oh my god. I don't be mad. I don't think British accents do the same thing for me. (gasps) Really? No. It's too polite. Maybe one of the maybe one of the trashier British You're ones. You're not hooking up with trashy enough British. Okay, I, okay. I want like the Oi. Yeah, only way fucking, it's Essex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little fuck. You slag. Yeah, you, you dirty whore. Whore. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna suck daddy's cock? <laughs> okay, give me your best. No, I yes. already refuse. Give me your best line. I want to know what it is. My best line. On phone sex. Oh, you see, but I haven't done it since MySpace days. You haven't phone sex since MySpace? No. Oh, well, now we absolutely need to know. What? I I have to hear it. What the... I don't have a line. Dust it off, baby. Come up with something. Improv. You're a comedian. (laughs) So it's supposed to be funny? No! (laughs) (laughs) I just mean you're quick on your feet. Um, God, I really am blanking. Probably talking something about how, like, uh, tight my hole is and like Ooh. maybe it, it maybe i'd have been like you have to go slow like just like one finger <gasps> yeah oh you're very descriptive oh will you ha- okay so this i will say and i remember this part of I, what i didn't like was that some people would get to it too fast and then yeah. you're like yeah now you're pounding me still no, and absolutely and rule feel- number one Foreplay matters yes. in phone sex. Foreplay- you could have just stopped after matters. <laughs> Foreplay matters. I I will I will go. I will die on this hill. Foreplay should be longer. Eighty percent of the sexual experience. Foreplay matters should be our merch, and we should have it like on candles with like praying hands. <laughs> Foreplay matters. <laughs> All foreplay matters. <gasps> No, that now you took it. No, now you took it I too know, far. I know. But that, I, was, I was trying to think of when matters. I was like, this sounds familiar. But it's like, <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. But foreplay matters I'm is. Dead. Yes. Okay. Um, But also my my most recent LOL moment with phone sex was, and it's something involving sir, so I'm not thrilled to say this, but it was very funny. Yeah. I called him once, or actually I texted him, or no, not true. I sent a three-minute voice note about how, hey, there's something I haven't told you. I just got out of a relationship, and it was a really long, intense one, and it was, like, very public, and there's um, we're releasing an episode tomorrow about it, and, like, I know I have not told you anything about this, and I'm sorry, and I'm maybe not sorry, but also I'm nervous about what you might think, and we just started talking and blah, 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 blah. He immediately calls me, and he's like, why do you feel nervous? Like, I support you, da-da-da-da-da. Immediately started having phone sex in the car outside of my dog's veterinary clinic. And he was on speaker. Yeah. You know, we can hear that outside the car. <laughs> You know that. In my Tessie? Yes. I was phone sexing and he came and that was my most recent. Or, well, not my place to say. Wow. And did he come easily? Yeah. He's a big, he's a big auditory person. And so am I. 
I think a lot of people are, but we just don't get it. Can I tell you the thing that I hate the most about my um, automatic response to auditory? Sure. I say all the time during like hooking up in sex, male, female, non-binary, it's always, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. oh shit. Oh, f- oh, shit. And oh, fuck are like. Like you're dropping things. Literally. Oh, shit. Or bumping shit. into oh, furniture. Oh, shit. Fuck, yes. Oh, Oh, yeah, fuck. no. I don't say either of those that I, much. That is, it's overwhelming of the conversation, and I'd like it to change. Maybe we need to get you a ball gag. <laughs> or a dictionary. <laughs> A thesaurus. <gasps> a thesaurus. Isn't that where they tell you alter- alternate words? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Get you a fucking thesaurus. <laughs> no, I need a dictionary. <laughs> Shit. What's an alternate word for a thesaurus? Um, okay. You have some I've history. I've done some history of phone sex. And then I have a fun game we're going to play. Okay. So then uh, uh, this is interesting to me. The editor of High Society Magazine, Gloria Leonard, is credited with being one of the first people to use 976 or 900 numbers for promotional purposes. Oh, that's fun. Yes. Leonard recorded her own voice informing callers of the contents of the next issue of High Society Magazine before its publication. Later, she recorded others such as Annie Sprinkle talking sexy. Oh. Leonard convinced magazine owner Carl Ruderman to purchase more of these numbers, and the business began to be successful using the magazine to promote the service. Um, originally phone sex services consisted of a managed network of dispatchers, live or automated, and erotic performers. Performers would come to a studio where they received a cubicle, coaching, and cash incentives to keep the callers on the line longer. Oh my God. I love that. Right? Going to the office. Like, that's actually a good sitcom or a good like HBO. Yes. Apparently this world is portrayed in Spike Lee's Girl 6. I haven't seen it. Maybe we should watch it. We should. Okay. With the progress of technology, it became more practical, convenient, and economical for providers to work out of their homes. Uh, So then um, human dispatchers, not automated ones, answered the advertised phone numbers, processed payment via credit card, chose who of the available performers in the dispatcher's judge uh, best matched the client's fantasy. So they're like, are you looking for like an older woman? Are you looking for like a uh, uh, school, not school girl, but you know what I mean? A like school that, teacher. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A boss's assistant. Yeah, yeah. secretary. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and they'd match them uh, and then connected the client with the provider. The caller could not see the performer's number. Either person could hang up, though obviously these services pressured the performers to keep the them callers on. on as long as possible. Yeah. Originally, per-minute billing was provided by <gasps> phone companies oh. in the U.S. using 976 and then 900 numbers. Um, there was, from some services, an attempt to keep the caller aroused but short of orgasm so <gasps> they would spend more money. Oh, my God. They were literally blue-balling them. They were edging them. Oh, yes. my God. Uh, uh, when public, most of human pressure forced the phone companies to stop providing the service to sex workers, a transition was made to a manual method prepaid blocks of time so you'd pay for 10 minutes 30 minutes 60 minutes and then the incentive immediately switched they were like get these guys to come as fast as possible so if they paid for 30 minutes you get them to come in 16 oh my god think about that transition yeah you go from like i want you to to and you're like you fucking stick your cock in my ass and you're coming right now bitch you pussy come at me come at me um, <laughs> my cat just ran away. 
these these platforms still exist. In the past ten years, the biggest ones are Night Flirt, Talk to Me. That was a horror movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, and My Phone Site. Okay. Cute. I'm almost done. Oh, um, okay. By the end of the 1980s, nearly all major local phone companies in the United States, um, plus major long-distance carriers, were actively involved in the adult chat line business. Wow. Typically, the phone companies would bill callers to chat lines and then remit 45% of the money collected. Whoa. The telephone companies placed the chat line charges on a customer's phone bill. If a customer disputed a charge, the <gasps> telephone company forgave the charge, but blocked that caller from ever oh, using 900 no. numbers again. Oh, whoa. It's like, oh, you want to you play this game? You can't ah, make us. Smart. Um, I like that the sex workers won. In 1988, the American phone and sex industry generated an estimated $54 million annually. That was in 88. In 2002, do you want to guess how much? A billion. Yes. <gasps> wow. Yes. I've never been right about anything like that. Yep. Um, in wow. 2007, the group Citizens Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, estimated that phone sex earned U.S. telephone companies close to $500 million per year. Wow. Okay. But also just going back to the idea of like you could dispute something, but then you get blocked. I, If I was a, a sex worker that was really just fucking hustling, I would charge them for like $500 and then they would dispute it and block me so they can't talk to me ever again. <laughs> Turn and burn, baby. <laughs> turn and burn. Wow, fascinating. I also fucking love the whole dispatcher thing. Oh, the guy they, like, who's call like... Call and get the information. Like, what are you looking for tonight? Yeah. Hon? And then you're like, I've got candy cane on yes. you know, line six. And she's got a lollipop for some reason. And she's, she's an elf. She's Hi. an elf. Yeah. Hi, I'm candy. I cannot believe you said she's an elf because that does have to do with my game about phone <laughs> sex. Okay, okay. The legality of phone sex businesses was challenged by the U.S. federal government in July Ugh, of 1988. get out. With the passage of the Telephone Decency Act, which made it a crime to use a telephone directly or by recording device to make any obscene or indecent communication get for fucked. commercial purposes to any person. Get fucked, government. Punishable by a $50,000 fine or ah! six months in prison. <laughs> What are you in for? <laughs> Candy cane. Can Help she, me jerk she, off. She, she was your sweet, sweet voice. <laughs> I miss her. She said her pussy tastes like eggnog, and I <laughs> believed her. Now I'm in jail. Um, at the time, the FCC, or the Federal Communications Commission, was responsible for pol- policing 900 numbers 900 numbers for obscenity and decency. So I'm Fuck. guessing they, like, listened in to make sure... They were literally using government money to put the CIA on wiretapping for phone sex. Yep. What a waste of time! I know. We and could resources. Have, we could have healthcare, but Imagine. no. Imagine. Sable Communications of California filed a suit against the FCC in federal court to overturn the Telephone Decency Act. On July 19th, 1988, U.S. District oh, Judge A. Wallace Tash... Tashima ruled that the prohibition against indecent speech on 900 numbers was unconstitutional, though its ban on obscene speech hmm. could stand. On June 23rd, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that obscene speech, even in commercial telephone calls, was not protected, though <gasps> indecent speech was. That makes no sense in freedom I, of speech. It's like one of those things where it's like Stupid. obscene, no, indecent, yes. Okay. So you could only be violent? You couldn't? I don't know. Bisexual? I I actually in all this I did not look up the definition of obscene versus indecent. Obscene okay. might be like wild. Yes, I'm like, gonna shit on your chest. I'm gonna you know fuck this goat and then you know drink its milk. 
that is obscene. <laughs> and it's not indecent because it's a goat. Okay, that and Orbit's gum. I don't know why <laughs> those are two are floating at the it's top okay. of my head. It's okay. The subconscious is a weird place. Um, But, okay, so today... PSOs or phone sex operators are still a thing, but many yes. use it in addition to like camming. Yes. It's like that when we got visual and stuff, it yeah. changed slowly. And the last thing I have here is that did you know there's a, a university for No. Yeah. <gasps> Central University has a program for like adult sex workers. To take to be good. Yeah. I want to take do, it immediately. To do the business. It's I, the Central University, from what I could tell was for online Classes. entrepreneurs, wow. like people who want to be influencers and do stuff like that. It teaches you like. I immediately am going to up my game. No more. Oh shit. Fuck. Coming out oh. of this hole. Oh, I'm no. I'm getting creative now. now. If you can teach your pussy to say, oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> you guys sound like Ernest, Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the I'm a, such a fan of, um, I am such a fan of, moans and little like uh, whimpers like mm, oh, oh like like almost like he's hurting me like mm, oh, 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 oh if a guy please if you have a man in your life or you are a man make more noise it's so fucking helpful for us it is i will say i think i'm getting to the point where like obviously i'm in my late 30s it's so crazy to say um and like auditory uh reinforcement gets me there so much faster i'm so glad you said that zachary because now it's time for my game um, <laughs> my game um i love audio porn i've talked about that uprising in my life yes on the pod before i think it is so fun it's something where i when i am home alone i'll still put headphones on because it just feels different it's like a more sensory experience. Can I say I put on headphones when I'm watching porn? Huh. I like it right in my ear. You live alone. I live alone. Interesting. Many rooms to come in. <laughs> Although my walls are paper thin, so I think I oh. have a little bit of like secondhand like Nerviness. what if people are in the parking lot and they can like hear, you know. Oh, oh <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Yeah, boy, <laughs> open your mouth. <laughs> You're watching trucker born. Um, okay, so I went through my own personal collection of audio porn, and we are going to play a game where you're going to guess which audio porn title is fake. Which one is the fake one? You're going to okay. get three options, and we have three questions. Okay. Okay, so number one, passionate projections, the weather forecaster's stormy affair. Number two, stuffing a short stack elf and turning her into a leftist slut. <laughs> I need that one to be real. Or number three, free use barista serves you under the table for hot coffee cum. I think the third one's not real. <laughs> that is incorrect. Damn that it. free use barista serves you under the table for hot coffee cum is real. Is the first one not real? The first one. The tame the one tame. is the fake one. I made that one up. Passionate projections. The weather forecaster stormy affair. Damn. Yeah, but stuffing a short stack elf and turning her into a leftist slut? One of my faves. Wait, are elves inherently right-winged? Today I learned. <laughs> that would be crazy if we found out that like elves are actually like the root of most like 
socioeconomic problem. It feels like Santa would be Republican, doesn't it? Kind of does. A white guy in charge of a bunch of people making them do But things. I could also see him being like obsessed with eating twink ass. <laughs> well, aren't most Republicans closeted? <laughs> Facts. Moving on. Okay, number two. <clears throat> the first title. Your busy, neglectful wife reprioritizes her values after you ask for a divorce. <laughs> God, that is so deep. And also, is that one geared towards men? <laughs> yes. Number two, a fairy gets stuck in your fractal spell with fractal magic, fairy copies, so many fairies, group, sort of meditation, technically female, 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 four male. That one's real. <laughs> or number three. The plumber's deep piping. Damn it. Now I feel like you've, you're going to trick me because that's the most basic one. I'm going to say three is not real then. You're correct. Thank three. you. Uh, so your neglectful wife and a fairy get stuck in your fractal spell. Here's All the real. thing. If I am a connoisseur of this type of porn. I want variety. I, right. So I'm going to be like a plumber one, whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, what I haven't heard, you're where you're going to put that wrench. Keep going. Yeah, Move I along. want fractal magic. Yeah. Okay, last one. So far, you're 50-50. These ones were as short as I could find. Number one, dirty sock sub. <laughs> okay. Number two, jerking your cat boy maid. <laughs> I think that's real. From what I know of my, you know, my brother's a furry and we had a home computer, like a family computer, and I'd like stumble <gasps> upon his porn. Wow. And it would be like a girl, uh, dog sitting and at midnight the dog would turn into like a half man and <gasps> fucker. Wow. And the dog's name was Zachary. Moving on. No! Yeah. We got to unpack that later. I refuse. Okay. I am not doing the work on uh, that. So dirty sock <laughs> sub, jerking your cowboy maid, or a mermaid grants your last request as you drown. <laughs> I think number one's fake. Dirty sock sub. Is fake? Nope. It's a mermaid grant. Damn it. You are so, you're as too, you drown. you're too much of a creative. <laughs> to trick you. There's the thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too, not creative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too um, creative. I even thought the fractal woman, woman, woman could be. I was like, oh, fuck, she knows how like porn is like <laughs> translated by like a different languages AI. It's like my favorite in the title was sort of meditation. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I'm jerking it to fairies, I do want to be relaxed. Uh, you okay? If you're jerking it to fairies and you're not relaxed. There's something wrong with, Get the, a new imagination. with the creator. Yeah. Um, Zachary, that was, I think, one of our best. <laughs> oh God, that's you know what you just did. You just fumbled on the like one yard line or whatever they say. <laughs> I, that was exactly fumbling. <laughs> on. I literally was saying that was one of our best, best episodes joke. ever Get of the me. year, but then realized it's the top of the year too. Maybe it will be the best episode still. No. Maybe it'll be the worst episode of the year. <gasps> they only get better from here. <laughs> if you're not coming to our fucking live show after that in New York City and Philly, get out of here. Yeah, one lucky person will get a vial of Kelsey's cum. Right <laughs> to go back cum. <laughs> um, go buy tickies and um, 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 rate it five stars to get rid of that Canadian angry woman yeah. about the cruise ship. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Happy New yeah. Year. Thank you.